Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is Rahul Desai, a uh, film critic for Film Companion. I have with me today Ishita Sengupta, film critic for OTT Play. Uh, we don't have our third musketeer with, our today, uh, with us today, Uday Bhatia, who is uh, who's busy traveling the world. He'll be back soon. Um, we, uh, Ishita and me, today are going to be discussing uh, the talk of the town, which is last... There were quite a few releases last week, and... Uh, at least two of the Hindi were very good uh, or between good and very good. And we're going to be talking about one of them today, uh, Hansel Mehta's group. Uh, Hansel Mehta, as you know, you know uh, his first big show after Scam 92, he's made a couple of films in between. Uh, but Scoop is a Netflix series. Um, it is a six-episode um, series. Uh, it's based on a memoir, Behind Bars in Baikala, My Days in Prison by Jigna Vora, who are not uh, initiated yet. Uh, Jigna Vora is a former Asian age journalist who had become a prime suspect in the murder of um, in, in the shooting of a veteran um, a midday crime reporter, Jay Day. Uh, for those who lived in Bombay then, and I was one of them, this was big news, and it was at least a couple of months the uh, common man on the street was following this. Uh, case and uh, I remember very well about uh, the J Day shooting in Pawai. And, but what I wasn't aware about was um, what followed later and how Jigna Vora was uh, had become one of the prime suspects. So this is a story of uh, Jigna Vora, whose uh, fictionalized version is Jagruti Patak, played by Karishma Tanna. In this, it tells the story of Jagruti basically uh, flying too close to the sun in a way. She's a up and coming star in the crime reporting world. And suddenly her world crumbles around her when she becomes a suspect. And um, more than two episodes are dedicated to her days in prison or to her eight or nine months in prison after she was um, after the charges against her were labeled. So this is all about the politics and the of what led to her arrest and why she was behind bars. Um, so from what I understand, uh, been getting fairly uh, positive reviews. Uh, uh, both me and Ishita seem to have liked it, uh, you know, more than I think. Um, I mean, it it is a very good show, but it also the context of the show is also its weak portions are pretty weak. So we are going to talk about all of that. Um, Ishita, why don't you uh, tell me about um, first of all, if you were aware of the story um, over the years, um, given that. All of us have sort of uh, been in and around journalism for a while, and how, um, and if you are aware of the book, and how sort of familiar you were with the case into the uh, into the series. Um, hi. So uh, no, I was not. As you said, that I knew about JD. Like I in two thousand eleven, I was in school. I just said that to make you feel bad. So I was in <laughs> school. I was in the class. Uh, uh, 12 or 11 or something like that. Basically, I was in high school. I was in Calcutta, which anyway is far removed uh, mm. uh, from Bombay in a way. So uh, I did hear about uh, the, the killing of a journalist, but it was more of, uh, it was restricted to newspaper headlines. We didn't delve much into it. At least I didn't. And I had no idea that uh, a female journalist was uh, arrested on, on charges for his uh, murder. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, like now when I now when I watch it, it seems uh, incredulous. So I can't even imagine what must have gone through at that time. What did you uh, sort of make of once you started watching the series, and uh, what was sort of your first impression? Because a lot of our sort of uh, even as reviewers, when we tend to sort of get onto a big show and watching it through the week. Uh, we are, yeah. whether we like it or not, we are distinctly aware of uh, the fact that it's Hansel Mehta's next big series and he's probably behind arguably the most popular web series made in India so far, uh, which was Scam 92 a couple of years ago. So a lot of hype behind it. How much of that hype sort of informs your going into um, a show like this? Because, you know, I mean, we are all inherently sort of I mean, I won't say biased, but we are humans. We can't uh, sort of escape that hype. And Scoop, uh, as we know, we we were a lot of us were given screeners like well beforehand. So clearly Netflix was confident about yeah. it. Uh, you know, there was obviously no reason not to because 
Hansel Mehta, uh, you know, legend has it that he had gone with Scam 92 to Netflix first and they had rejected it. So, <laughs> so yeah. this, their, this was their, uh, this was their big moment. So how much of that sort of informed your uh, experience going into the show? So I'll say something and I want you to, I also want to know what you think about it. So as a reviewer, as someone who knows that uh, she has to write about a show, when a show like this comes, which has a big name, which is hype, I am more scared than I'm excited. Because mm. I feel if it's good, it's, it's, it's just, it, it's very difficult to do justice to a good show while writing because you don't want to be lazy on it. You don't want to just, uh, you know, not ha- work hard on it enough. So I feel I'm, my first reaction uh, is uh, being scared. Honestly, I'm being very like this is what I feel. But do you do you feel the same because you have been doing it for a while? Do you still feel scared when there's a big uh, name or a show which you which you feel have a feeling that it will be good? Um, I, I'd say also I have a fair bit of nerves when it comes to these things because as we know, long form storytelling it takes a lot out of you to review something like this as compared to say just a film. Uh, hmm. and. Last last week were like not just one but two big web shows. Uh, one was the Disney Outstar show, School of Lies, which we will hopefully talk about in the week as well. Uh, but Scoop, uh, of course, was a very hyped show. So I even I was, I it always happens. Like it doesn't matter how much you're reviewing, I guess, or how often, uh, how long you've been doing it, because web shows in general or sort of long form storytelling in Hindi cinema is relatively new compared to feature length films or even short films for that matter. So. I don't think any of us have figured out how to sort of uh, integrate our reviews of web shows into a normal week where there's a web show, uh, where there's a film releasing. And I think a lot of us struggle with web show reviews because there is no template. And the Mm. longer the web show, the better it is. Often we feel like we need to be looking more into it, deeper into it or writing more about it. So, uh, and that's been happening to me for years. Like this review, even though I didn't think Scoop was the best show of the year, uh, I still ended up writing 2000 words about it. And that's its merits, its demerits, uh, everything like in the review. So um, that's also because of how, I guess a lot of it is also how much the show, how dense the show is, how much you're invested in that. But a lot of it is also how high profile uh, it is and how sort of um, you know intricately uh, intricately uh, sort of designed and written it is so there, there was no there was no way to escape um, sort of uh, ideally I'd like I would have loved like seven days to just watch the show and write about it but right. <laughs> I don't think any of us are ever fortunate to do that so I get that when you say that you're more scared or nervous then you are excited uh, I think the excitement only comes once you've finished your review I think yes yeah or i think when you watch something in the show and it and it really like moves you and you realize mm-hmm. why you are doing it to begin with and you yeah. know what is like you you see beyond the the scary part of it so yeah but yeah mm-hmm. so to come back to what you said i just i just wanted to ask ask this for my own uh, like mm-hmm. curiosity yeah. but uh, so one i feel that when i was watching spoof at least the first two three episodes uh, it, it, it's one of the rare shows which I've also written in my review that it's one of the rare shows in the Indian landscape which actually gets uh, Indian journalism right mm. and uh, with that I mean um, that it has a very precarious relationship with uh, like because you know journalism as much as we call it the fourth pillar of democracy it's also reliant on a lot of other things like the sources for instance people from mm. whom uh, journalists uh, get their stories from or uh, on to us like viewers you know so i feel that they uh, scoop really uh, outlined the the codependence of of journalists and source and how uh, precarious it can get because mm. uh, the the character of jagruti patak or jigna bora she was basically arrested because she was that close or because chota rajan mm. called her up and that became the source of of the poli- yeah. uh, the police being um, you know like just pulling her up for that so hmm. and uh, so that was one part of uh, of the show which i really liked and the other was of course the the gender aspect of it that yeah. uh, it's that even though it's like it might seem like it's an equal play field it's not because it's it's difficult in it's difficult for all it's more difficult for 
uh, female journalists because it's just as as I said that the the codependence between uh, the sources and journalists and when you're a woman it just it it gets more tricky because uh, you um, the lines blur you know you don't know uh, who is using whom and even though it's a it's a it, it, I mean on paper it should be a symbiotic relationship more often than not it's not and also the optics of it is very skewed which i feel uh, hansen mehta did a great job in uh, exploring it because a lot of i mean 90% of the reason why jigna bora was uh, arrested and not anyone else is because she was a woman yeah there is no two ways about it so yeah so as 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 someone who has been, who has been a journalist for like close to 7 years now i i these are the things which really stood out for mm. but what were your first uh, impressions yeah. of the show um i, I mean i totally agree with you know sort of the merits of the show which is basically journalism let's talk about journalism for a bit in in the hindi landscape hindi storytelling landscape you know we we've, we've almost never gotten it right like there there are certain mm-hmm. pet peeves i've had with hindi cinema for the longest time because the one of the things hindi cinema does not know how to do is uh, obviously sort of deal with certain themes of certain real world uh, elements um better than you know uh, say the human relationships and i think technology is one thing it re- it's really bad at like social media technology uh, and the way millennials sort of have a relationship with social media i don't think hindi cinema hmm. understands that i think it turns that into a gimmick uh, journalism and medicine are two other other things which i feel like we've never gotten it right and it's been we've seen it more and more over the years in long form storytelling we've seen journalists uh, pop up not as the primary narrative or the protagonist but we've seen journalists in shows like scam 92 is is as close as it gets right and hansan mm. mehta was behind that as well shreya dhanwantri played the real life journalist who sort of nailed harshad mehta so um so even there like that was as close as it got even though that had its issues that was as mm. close as uh, i think in the modern hindi storytelling got to not uh, sort of eating to not give into that succumb to that stereotype of you know the jhola wearing sort of fab india wearing uh, really reporters that a lot of storytellers just easily dismiss uh, not just journalists but especially women journalists over the years so i, I think and we we saw same shreya dhanwantri be in a very odd role in uh, mumbai diaries as mumbai a journalist is a yeah. uh, where she is uh, this hungry tv reporter trying to make a mark and she crosses all moral boundaries in in the process and that's more or less how journalists have always been represented like that morally skewed sort of um uh, slightly uh, you know on the edge and hungry and desperate and you know uh, willing to ch- do anything to sort of for their careers which is not nobody is doubting the sort of um, nobody is doubting how authentic that is in terms of uh, say bombay based journalists or delhi based journalists but w- how filmmakers go about it has been a big problem and i watched broken news last year and i had to review it and that was even though it wasn't print journalism or uh, newspapers as it is in this show which is because this show was based in and around 2011 back when print mm. journalism still a very very uh, thriving sort of industry at least in bombay uh, broken news uh, was pretty much tv journalism and i remember writing it in the review that they've gone a bit overboard trying to sort of um, trying to sort of borrow the sensationalism of tv journalism and tv reporting the whole adnab school of uh, storytelling into their own narrative because i could see no difference between the way the show was designed and the tv journalists that were presenting the news segments and that's that may look smart on paper but it's not always good so i i feel like uh, scoop is obviously took a big risk big swing by being based entirely on a journalist and uh, it had to get it right and uh, and as you said you know very rightly i think it's it's a rare show that does get journalism right the newsroom culture uh, that transactional relationship between journalists between investigative journalists prime reporters and their sources as well as the um, the people they depend on for their stories like the police and the government mm. the you scratch my back and my um, i scratch yours even in the beginning jagruti is sort of almost a mouthpiece for the police because she's so hungry to sort of get further mm. in her career seven years it's mentioned time and again that she's become the bureau ch- uh, deputy bureau chief of the newspaper 
so mm. um so all of that is right and the gender aspect of course is a very important uh, element here because as you said again i think jagruti was mainly arrested because she was a woman and she was probably the only high profile uh, female uh, crime reporter at the time uh, in a playground of men so to say and jayde who's uh, who's basically a fictional version is jaydeep sen uh, here in this uh, series um, i think uh, i think they did a very sort of good job of setting the stage in terms of gender in terms of profession in terms of the correlation between all of those little elements uh, in the first few episodes yeah i agree and also i just want to say that i really like that jagruti patak was not smoking away or yeah. was not just uh, ha- like drinking alcohol because i think that has become such a postcard uh, depiction of female journalists uh, generally in hindi films so yeah but um, having said that i also really liked how uh, he made her comp- like i think at mm. while hansal mehta was making a show on how a woman got uh, pilloried or got uh, like targeted on because of her gender i think he as you said uh, that he was also making a broader statement of uh, like when 2011 uh, like it was the um, the onset of the rot in journalism which today is 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 more clear in front of our eyes the the idea that that uh, the lines between sense and sensationalism you know that it doesn't exist anymore and i think he did a very good job of putting his finger on when it probably started and uh, he made her also uh, complicit in it which i really like because even though she is the so called protagonist of the show we as you said that she also becomes a mouthpiece of the police mm. and by by doing that i think he shows that how it's how easy it is that you can go either side and it's basically like it ends up on you to to make to take the call which which i think uh, like among all the other dip, uh, other ways he depicted journalism that uh, that is what really like i was really impressed by it and uh, also i think the fact that they showed how uh, it's it's a it's not a very financially lucrative profession you know the show begins with uh, jagruti wanting to get a bigger house and uh, she she because we know we have we who have been in this profession we know that it's it's not a very well paid profession even though it might seem so for some mm. so like there, there are these little little things which i feel hansel mehta did a very good job Uh, mm. in school yeah, yeah so basically because it's not financially lucrative all that's left is basically ambition and being the mm. first to take a juicy story and i guess that desperation and that hunger mm. is very natural to this world that hansel mehta and you know co-creator murunmai uh, lagu lagu yeah uh, they, they the, the way they create that world especially in mm. the first two episode see the, the first episode i think a lot of people will admit that it's a bit confusing in terms of what's happening in terms of you know who where jagruti stands and where jaydeep sen stand in terms of huh. uh, the mumbai police relationship with the mafia with chota rajan with uh, daud uh and all the a lot of names are dropped a lot of associations are dropped jaydeep sen suspects that uh, you know mumbai police in cahoots with uh, the d company for years uh, jagruti uh, basically doubts him because she is a competitor but at the same time jaydeep sen is this legend within the reporting industry so uh, it's it's all very a lot of information is conveyed in that first episode and it can get a little easy to be lost but if you zoom out slightly and maybe concentrate on the world building which we've been talking about so far i think there's a lot to be found in the world building itself a lot of that storytelling because as you said also you know it jagruti isn't conveyed as that typical sort of journalist who needs her smoke breaks and makes most of her breakthroughs there and drinking away maybe at water but uh, the one thing you notice about jagruti is that she does not drink alcohol yeah, exactly the, the as yeah. gujarati in that sense <laughs> in ghatkopar she lives with her joint family with her grandparents with her uncle uh, uh, she is a single mother uh, mm. her son is in boarding school so she is going through a divorce so in that sense this tradition and sort of modernity is sort of almost intersecting in her life uh, and the filmmakers do a very good job of sort of not giving into clichés there so we see her with her sources meeting at shady quarter bars because that's why they hang out but she is drinking fresh lime soda you know it's always mm. accessible even when she goes to a friend's party a, a builder friend she has 
she's again you know she's not drinking alcohol she's just there to maybe just get it out of her system and dance and sort of get the stress out of her system so um so i i admire and even the way he goes about portraying gujaratis in bombay like bombay based gujaratis i think very few filmmakers do that so well like he did it in scam 92 very well and i am from ahmedabad myself i am a gujarati but the bombay gujarati culture is also very sort of different in that sense that entire intersection that i was talking about exists in a lot of societies and jagruti's family life here where it's sort of shown that she is a single mother but she has no time for us and that's why she's more or less sent him to boarding school she wants to also protect him from her profession in a way um mm. i i think sort of that uh, and a lot of back story that we don't see about her is conveyed through these portions uh with her family the way she sort of breaks out into gujarati every other minute um and and that that basically i like how in these couple of episodes it toys with our sort of notion of how uh journalism movies are supposed to look and uh, and that's the thing like when we see her for example meet uh dcp shroff joined dcp shroff who's played uh very well by uh by harman baweja who's a surprise out of all we'll come to that soon um when she has this working relationship with the joint dcp of the mumbai police um it's always so he's hitting on her and she is you know very subtly sort of not exactly resisting but at the same time she's drawing the line and uh, i think we see that in a couple of scenes in the first few episodes where she is on the boundary in terms of her transactional relationship with with her sources and with where she gets her news from and i think that's the the show does a very good job of leading us to think that there's more to uh, their relationship or more to her platonic bond with her boss who's uh, mohammad jishan ayub plays basically a version of uh, hussein zaidi who was back then the asian age editor uh even the boss is very fond of jagruti and i think uh, the show does very well to tease our sort of uh interpretation of what their relationship is because it wants us to think in terms of the news coverage that later maligned jagruti and later accused her of having an affair with her boss or uh, having a uh, and the way the male journalists later talk about her during interrogations and sully her for say, basically implying that she climbed up the news ladder by sleeping with the cops and with her bosses in journalism i think a lot of that we can see in the first few episodes and how the world looks at her and how uh, the filmmakers present her that boundary is very blurred and it's very uh, smartly presented in these first few episodes hmm yeah yeah it's interesting because i feel uh, a little the three four grouses that i have against the show one of them is i feel like the show kind of undermines her agency in a way when she is interacting with uh, jcp shock as as you said which is a harman bovecha character as much as i like that it was very subtle that uh, mm. they they don't show it but i also feel like uh, so basically the film is uh, the show is an adaptation of a book with jigna vorador and i feel when you are when you are adapting someone's someone's life then you which has been written by that person then i then i feel that uh, you tend to uh, you tend to present that person more as a protagonist than as a person i don't know if mm. I, i'm trying to like make it clear or not but i would have liked to see the character being a little more brazen about her identity or the fact like she knew what she's bringing to the table she knew that she's getting the the access because she's a woman and i'm not saying there's anything bad about it but the way it was shown or or probably it was karishma tanna's performance who i did not take to at all uh, i feel like it she she the more the episodes unfolded she became more and more of um, um you know of a victim which mm. obviously is how the story culminated but it was not how it was when it was happening like when she was getting that first access to his room i would mm. have liked to see some negotiation some agency mm. in that because there was there has to be you know it cannot be black and white uh, so that is the part which i i i, I had little bit of uh, grievance with but other than that as you said that her relationship with her mentor that was very nicely done and uh, a lot of the reason is also because uh, zishan i was so it was very very good uh, as the editor with the spine and the other thing i just remembered uh, 
you know, with, like when we were talking about uh, uh, Scoop's um, depiction of journalism, I what I also really liked, uh, it's a small thing, I feel like because as we said that we are not a very financially, we are in a, not a very financially lucrative profession. So we basically find validation elsewhere. And one of them is, is, is feeling adjacently powerful by knowing someone mm. powerful, you know, and I liked how Scoop did it because there is one scene where she is at a builder's friend's house, as you said, and uh, an actor who's essayed by Amarupadhyay, he asks her that, do you know any police officer? Because I want to, you know, just shadow him for a role. And she straight up says, you know, what if I give you the commissioner's uh, number? So you see that she enjoys it. She likes it. She also feels a sense of power because she knows powerful people. And I feel it's true for a lot of us in this profession. Yeah, that's a that's a great point because that entire adjacent uh, sort of feeling of power, a lot of reporters, especially veteran reporters, take great pride in that, and we've seen that over the years. Like they like to be seen with uh, the right people, with the or with the pow- more powerful people, the more privileged. And it, when it comes to entertainment journalists, that's mostly celebrities, right? You see selfies with them. Exactly. Uh, in fact, reporting mm-hmm. your contacts and your jagruti, I feel like. That's what I think those uh, those first couple of episodes do well is uh, basically present her and not entirely innocent in terms of hmm. how far she's gone to establish herself, right? And that protagonist yeah. syndrome that you're talking about, uh, it sometimes pays off because he's also looking at her as not dood ka dhula hua entirely because it's her hmm. book because. Sometimes you tend to overcompensate by, you know, uh, get being too sort of uh, balanced in that sense. But I feel like that entire scene where she's obviously doesn't mind hanging out with the builder friend that she's made through her own profession, um, mm-hmm. and um, and and she obviously doesn't mind taking a few favors. Like when DCP shop gives her a duty free gift, it's implied mm-hmm. that she's done this before and she might have taken it before. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, it, mm. it's that it's not like it suddenly she walks into storms into his room and demands to know uh, an answer to a question. It's clearly mm. she's part of this. It's been happening for years and they've established mm. this dynamic. And she obviously is very aware that her gender uh, really plays into uh, this entire scenario. And whatever disadvantages she has due to her gender, maybe not being physically go, uh, going into the more dangerous areas of Bombay and having to actually report on the ground, I think she tries to compensate with this power adjacent thing that you're talking about, which which is a, and with Jagruti herself, if you later notice, she admits during an interrogation that it's not her brightest moment yes. or not her moment when she, uh, when the interrogator basically accuses her of uh, having her uh, tying her Aki to one of the gangsters she is reporting on. Um, and that's the thing, that entire relationship between uh, that journalists find it conflicted to share between their sources, between the people they report on and themselves, because they have to treat their sources as human. They have to be different with their sources. They have to be different with the people they are chasing to interview. But at the same time, they can't cross the line. And with someone like Jagruti, who is a woman and who's established herself in seven or eight years of this profession and who has a great mentor and everyone else is jealous of her in the office, including this very bitter colleague called Pushkar. Um, mm. I, I think uh, I, I think all those little bits that uh, the makers sort of just scatter across the first few episodes make, makes it even more believable when she is actually wrongfully or uh, um, basically when she is made a scapegoat later on for the killing of Jade. Uh, for the killing of Jaydeep Sen, because all these points are brought up later by either the lawyers or the cops who are basically charging her under uh, a certain act. And uh, I think all this gaze that we are sort of invited to scrutinize her in the first few episodes, that comes back to bite us as viewers as well, because we remember all these things and this uh, and the way she went about her profession. And um, and I think the 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 good part about it is if it was a male journalist, as if as it was in the case of Jaydeep Sen, who also had a fairly big flat in Pawai that is shown in the first episode, uh, the gaze is very different. Yes, yeah, exactly. I think that is what uh, like what really worked for me at Scoop is that. Uh, is that as you said, like as as the show progressed, you feel like whatever uh, our gaze was turned back at us, 
so mm. and i feel a lot of it also has to do with um, the fact that i i find hansel mehta to be a very empathetic filmmaker and mm. i don't say it lightly like i don't mean uh, like given the basically given the films that he makes or given the shows that he makes i feel empathy plays a huge role because uh, he takes a side and he doesn't and yet he doesn't make the judgment mm. you know he 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 lets us do the reading uh, he did it in scam where uh, he was obviously uh you know the the like the the headlining the show was obviously like a market fraud fraudster we know about it we have read about him but i think the way uh, hansel mehta also presented him in all shades of gray helped him make a, uh, helped us make the reading of what we want to think of the character and i feel same for uh, this show scoop uh, because he he it could have been um, a very black and white show given that uh, it's 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 based on an incident where a woman was wrongfully accused of uh, something as heinous as uh, conspiring against and 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 uh, abating the murder of her colleague and uh, yet the way he presented it it becomes a uh, you know a very larger picture of of what is wrong or what is uh, like uh, dangerous in journalism itself apart mm. from being a fascinating gender study of a female journalist yeah 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 that's uh, yeah that's that's true and uh, I, i mean given that the first two episodes worked for me or for i think most of us quite a bit especially the entire world building and the till jagruti sort of starts to fall into hot water without her realizing the world sort of closes in on her and the mumbai police start an investigation against her uh, when that starts to happen uh, and uh, when sort of the prison portion start is when the show starts to waver as well and i think it's i think that was the case with a lot of us while we were watching it also i felt like uh, let's concentrate let's focus a little on the flaws of the show as well because obviously that's when even jagruti patak herself and karishma tanas performance comes under the scanner uh, mm-hmm. because you know early on it's it's difficult to tell because i see why hansel mehta is caster he is basically trying to do what anurag kashyap did most of his career and he did most successfully with mukkabas by by hiring sort of vinit kumar singh who was a very hungry actor uh, talented but not given a break for very long and uh, channeling all that hunger into a very explosive film like mukkabas and you saw all of that on show in what was probably the best performance of that year and i guess hansel yeah. mehta trying to channel the same hunger of uh, say of an actress who's not made it in the hindi film industry she's been on tv for the longest time and she's been at it for years and uh, we, and we saw that like in rocket singh as well you know cast very well all the mm-hmm. supporting characters all of them peripheral characters and that hunger is used very well by the director and the writers and i think hansel mehta is trying to do that he's gone on record saying in interviews that he saw that hunger in karishma tanna so i get the and i'm never going to doubt the casting or casting against type when it comes to directors like hansel or anurag or anything because they probably see that most performers given a chance given the script given a, the trust can actually act and harman baweja is a great example of that in this series uh, so karishma tanna what do you think sort of didn't work for you specifically as uh, her performance because she's the protagonist she's almost in every other scene uh, and she carries the show so what do you think um, fell where, where did she fall short basically so yeah i totally get it like what you just said that why she was cast i mean i get it why she was cast by hansel mehta because obviously the, like she was hungry to prove herself but also in the role of jigna bora because obviously it's a it's an attractive woman you know who who feels like an anomaly in this uh, male dominated profession so i get it and like for the first two three episodes i was like okay i don't mind i'm like okay fine i'll i'll let it pass but i think it's in the prison sequences as you rightly said where the the scanner is too much on her performance to ignore it anymore and uh, i feel like she's always very um i think what happens is when you see someone who we have who we see so regularly so frequently on big screen is that you are too familiar with their expressions now uh, i think one good example is uh, kapil sharma when he did zwigato uh, of nandita das i was expecting because we see him so much there's an over exposure mm. so i was expecting him to be very predictable and he mm. used that same familiarity to become an every man 
which I hmm. found very interesting. He became one of us because we see him that much. But with Karishma, I think the opposite worked because we I've seen her over the years. I know hmm. how how she emotes, and when she and especially in the prison sequences, her emotions felt very um, like they felt very predictable to me, which is not a good thing. Hmm. You know, I feel when you are watching a long form show because she's there as you say, and in every frame. So hmm. and the prison sequences also felt like uh, like a, a part of a different show, you know, because it just yeah. it it didn't work for me. It was just too much of the same, and uh, she just felt like there was a very one note uh, performance that she was giving, even in the court sequences where she's just like helplessly looking at the at the lawyers, yeah. like yeah. So I did, there was no nuance for me which uh, which did not work. What 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 did you think of her performance? Yeah, so basically, it's it's more or less the same thing. Of course, the prison sequences themselves weren't greatly designed or sort of crafted because I I felt like the show sort of became a victim of its own gaze, you know, there, and it sort yeah. of ended up reporting to us uh, the way a lot of news channels reported on, say, Jigna Mora, Jagruti Patak. Uh, it it basically was showing us a very sort of uh, certain. Vision of prison that we often tend to see in news channels or read about in newspapers, uh, and and it was quite clearly a very dramatic interpretation of what Jignavara may have written in a book. So, uh, so I guess those sequences themselves don't work, and it of course Karishma Tanna there that pained expression on her reminded me of the scowl on sort of Sonakshi's uh, face <laughs> most of the time, even like that that great term that uh, they used uh, while sort of Meryl Streep of scowl. Sort of uh, came back to me here when it came to her sad jagruti face, basically in prison and in court as well. When she's standing and hearing the lawyers and all, there's there's this very pained, furrowed expression on her face that never goes away. And even when she has to really break down in prison, and when all those stereotypes come, uh, you know, whether it's the god woman or whether it's the bully in prison uh, yeah. or whether one of the hustlers there, it just felt like very formulaic and I've not seen Karishma Tanna on TV because I've never seen any of her shows. So for me, she was as good as a new actress, right? And okay. coming from that perspective also, again, I'm going to, uh, I mean, I'm going to mention Uday's tweet when I think he watched a bit of it uh, while he's traveling and he mentioned about how Karishma Tanna is constantly on, right? Like she's one of the, right. it's, it's a trait in Hindi sort of acting these days that the realistic version of acting now is basically always seeming on and basically becoming the protagonist even when you're reacting to people in scenes right and yeah. i think that's what karishma tanna maybe try to do with that all that hunger comes across of course in good ways in certain scenes in the beginning where she is more or less she's forgotten her humanity and she wants to be the first to report on her colleague's death but in jail all of that sort of works against her and that entire uh, that entire problem where she's not supposed to stand out but she's standing out uh, it, it's it, the way she reacts the way uh, she sort of goes a little overboard with her emotions i think um, yeah i think that's not a good look in general and um, that's not to say it's a bad or terrible performance at all i think it was still above average but the problem with above average performances you know that it could have really lifted the show into some uh, into very elevated territory if it was a solid solid performance say something unexpected you know something even like shreya danvantari in scam 92 even though there were little journalist clichés in that show i think she did a very good job of portraying that restlessness of a journalist you know that excitement of a journalist who's onto a big story and who wants to it becomes personal for her to nail Hachad Mehta so here uh, that agony that a journalist goes through and the breakdown and the disillusion she faces felt like Karishma Tanna had watched previous shows or previous movies about how characters go through hell and breakdown rather than you know sort of pulling on life itself and uh, I guess that was my main prob problem with her performance. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think Shreya Dhanvantari is a good example because, I mean, Scam was like one of her breakout roles and for good reasons. Because, you know, as you said, there's a restlessness. Her eyes were always roving because she wanted to get on with it. But I feel here, 
and it, when you said that it reminded me of a scene in that uh, cd pub where she's meeting her source and mm. and he's telling her something and her face is so and i don't mean it as a person i feel as a character it was very dull like mm. you you feel like she is as as uday also hi uday miss you as uday said mm. that you know how uh, the, the, it's very on in the sense that they're very aware that the camera is on them you know so they she she re, like her reaction time is very less like if she, mm. if someone is talking to her she immediately talks back and i know it it might sound like i'm nitpicking but but when you're watching something for 6 hours these things come back to you right so it's like when someone is telling her when uh, when uh, jishan's character is telling her something she's not waiting she's not processing it she's just telling it back like very mm. soon so it just shows that there's a bit of uh, there's too much rehearsed uh, aspect of her performance of course there's a lot of hunger but I, as you said that it also kind of backfires in a way where you are too eager to you know mm. to prove so yeah for me and also i feel like for both of us because uh, this is not the first time we're talking about scoop we keep talking about ever since we watched it i feel one also the reason why she kind of stands out as a sore thumb is because uh, generally uh, hansel mehta has a, a 10 on 10 record of uh, extracting performances out of actors mm yeah and i think that is why we were like a bit uh, mm. wary of her. what what do you want to say about it rahul yeah i guess so expectations play a big role in the way we interpret performances and hansel mehta even in a film like faraz which was fairly low key a uh, couple of months mm. ago i think uh, performances was spot on by most of the young actors there and uh, even for a hostage thriller and something based in another country i think even though we've not seen most of those faces i think they were really solid good performances with fresh faces and uh, i guess that's the big swing he took with uh, karishma tanna and it didn't entirely pay off but again you know i admire the ambition i admire the vision and it could have gone way more wrong than it did so uh, so in terms of in terms of the way the show is designed and in terms of what karishma tanna did manage to pull off i think she was also made to look good a lot thankfully for her uh, by the supporting cast which ansel mehta is a master at and we saw that in scam 92 and i think some of our favorite performances even in scoop uh, mm. was supporting cast was uh, i mean i love the way hansel shoots bombay first of all uh, he mm. has a very charming sort of view and as someone who's been here for the last two decades i see a lot more of the bombay i want to see in hansel shows uh, than i do in any other and uh, that says a lot because this show uh, obviously the sort of meat of it is in bombay and as was cam 92 um, and mm. i think uh, i think he does he sort of integrates that supporting cast very well into this cultural sort of nuance of the environment and um, it never looks like bombay even though it is and which is mm. a very good about his shows and we see very different parts we see uh, where jagruti comes from she lives in ghatkopar we see the office area we see uh, so much in the night bombay looks so different here and it's not like your gangster bombay that we used to see in the 90s or 2000s where there are shootouts or anything even your a shootout stands out because it happened in 2010 or 11 so mm. um, so those those little aspects of bombay for me really contributed to the way we even liked uh, the way the supporting cast sort of stood up and i think we should talk about some of our sort of favorite performances here you can start here because i know we've been talking about this for a while so uh, so this will be <laughs> I think you should save the best for the last. I'll start with um, Harman because, as you said, the big swing is, for me. This was the biggest swing because yeah. here is a a man who an actor who who obviously so much of his um, uh, unviability or non viability as a leading actor stemmed uh, or was tied to the fact that he bore resemblance to Ritik Roshan. So it's almost like he uh, Harman Baveja. became irrelevant before he even could strive to be relevant which is a tragedy and then this man was not working for a decade and we had almost forgotten how he looked like and and uh, i love how hansel mehta used that very um yeah. like uh, the obscurity of 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 him uh, to his mm-hmm. advantage because the first time when i saw him on screen i i could I, i was like he looks like someone i know but i don't know who he is mm-hmm. and then i was like oh shit this is harman baveja you know and uh, 
the 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 you know his bulked up so the physicality of his the the wariness in his eyes everything contributed to the role which i found was a very fascinating character uh, mm. the character which he essayed which like you know it's like a dubious slimy cop with a conscience so he's not entirely good or bad as most of his characters tend to be mm. so i think hansal um, for me harman baweja was the bigger swing than karishma tanna what did you think of his performance Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with every word you said about his obscurity, about the way Hansel used his off-screen context to make him such a surprise in the show. First of all, I didn't even recognize him for a while in the first episode. Mm. I had no that I knew Arman Baweja was there because special appearance sort of credit appeared, but I did not realize the cop was him. uh shrop mm. was him for a while and then i realized okay this is not even a case of where prosthetics makes an actor unrecognizable it's just time and it's just our perception of harman baweja and everything you so like rightly mentioned right now his resemblance to ritik and his sort of middle aging in a way and uh, even shrop's health problems are tied in very well to that uh, mm-hmm. because harman is uh, obviously bulked up here in this role and he's more or less looks his age uh, unlike mm. most other say 40 year olds or 42 year olds in the industry uh, and so it, it's it's such a performance free of vanity uh, and even context that i think uh, that's why it the big swing sort of really paid off because of course um, harman himself does a very good job of playing this very low key sort of slimy cop but as you said with a conscience and he's sort of torn between being a government stooge as well as empathizing with uh, jagruti so that entire sort of morally sort of ambiguous character that he plays uh, mm. i think the choice of actor playing him really uh, tied into that so and i mean i can carry on with a couple of other very good performances i think uh, inayat sood was pretty striking as deepa who's the intern under jagruti who sort of um, switches um allegiances uh, midway through the show and she becomes one of the sort of cautionary tales in terms of where jagruti could have gone but where she did not go and uh, again you know chip of the old block and we've seen this track many times in films whether it's journalism or whether it's cops or whether it's any other profession where the intern sort of gets greedy and uh, betrays her mentor but i mm. think uh, inat sort of has this weird sort of innocence about her in the beginning that uh, mm. i think contributes to that clinicality which which she sort of switches uh, alliances and uh, switches over to you know the rival publication and sort of backstabs uh, jagruti um i i think that was again good casting uh, yeah another one i really liked was i think ravi mahashabde uh, who i took i mean it says something that i had to look up his name but he plays the interrogator jagtap uh who's shrofs basically right hand man and i think in the scenes where he's interrogating either journalists or jagruti or jagruti's family or anyone i think uh, he's very very striking in those scenes and um, there's this very quiet intensity sort of thing about him that may, turns those scenes into more than just exposition dumps or more than just narrative devices you know you can feel that even jagtap is a little bemused by what's happening and even he wants to lead this um even he wants to lead this discourse against someone like jagruti he is sort of um it's almost like he's convinced himself the fact of the fact that he is guilty because his superiors say that she is guilty and they have no choice uh, but to nail her so that slight humanity that the actor brings into the way he interrogates his sort of uh, the, the people he interviewed i i think it's a very good performance and these little things obviously often get lost in such a vast show such a big show where uh, there are a lot of there's a lot of intersection of real and real and a lot of intersection of how much we are aware of say the nexus between the underworld and the mumbai police as covered in books or literature and how much uh, how much uh, dramatic license the directors are willing to take so i think these little performances really remind us that we are still watching a very very engaging show yeah yeah you're right absolutely i think in ad sooth um, like now when you were saying uh, it just struck me that you know our uh, how 
the the fact that she's included in the show i feel like for me now when i think about it it's a nice uh, it's a nice way of hansel mehta preempting of what was to follow because i feel that uh, you know in the last couple of years with the digital boom the idea of journalism has become, has expanded and so has what we can or cannot do in the name of journalism because uh, you know there is a, like you don't you no longer need to like for example these digital websites there are plenty you they don't need to go and report on something they can just like mm. collate everything which is already there so there there has been a compromise of intent of ethics for a while now and i feel mm. that uh, in ait so then the fact that she is so flaky about like she doesn't care because she feels that uh, newspapers are uh, you know it will just tomorrow someone uh, will use it uh, you know to have vada pao so she mm. her idea of uh, journalism is is very is 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 cute but it's also it's very much what is happening you know not to undermine the journalist but i feel mm. that with, with the digital boom the expansion of uh, of journalism as a profession there has been uh, quite a lot of changes and i feel mm. her character was a nice touch of uh, you know by hansel mehta to show that and uh, mm. yes uh, that um, jagtap character just when you said it i googled him yeah his name is uh, ravi mahashapte he is very very good and you know you you realize uh, how good these actors are by uh, how, how little they achieve uh, how much they achieve with very little like uh, that uh, there is this um, scene where uh, uh, i think a journalist comes and he is trying to basically intimidate the journalist if you remember that yeah. scene and later the journalist complains about him so he comes mm. and sits next to him and he constantly asks are you comfortable you know are you yeah. can i sit here can and he is so good because he's just like you and he's just really doing everything with just those two words so yeah, yeah. he's also very very good and i must also admit that i was very very <laughs> colored and biased towards prashantit chatterjee but uh, i feel like uh, he was very good uh, as the show because he's there for 10 minutes or uh, 10 yeah. minutes more or less like 15 20 minutes but i feel his death uh, completely colors the show later and mm. you realize how good his performance is as uh, the episodes unfold what did you think of him my homegrown actor i mean i will take credit for turning you in favor of uh, mm. prashant chatterjee i think he was because see i have not seen a lot of him i have not seen a lot of bengali cinema so i'm not very aware of how good or how bad or how hated or loved he is in bengal so i uh, in kolkata so i i mean i come from a very uh, far fresher sort of perspective in that sense or so far more uninformed perspective so when i see someone like prashantit on screen for me it's not like my history is sort of uh, almost like telling me that okay this is obviously he's giving a performance he's playing jaydeep sen so obviously he's playing the bengali journalist who got killed so i i, I found him fairly like his presence was important because see i mean jaydeep was also i mean if you look him up and if for those who knew him and a lot of the industry did he's a fairly imposing physical presence also so mm. uh, so prashantit isn't that person but with his with the way he sort of carries himself in that first episode before getting killed uh, with that air of mystery around him and that air of almost that thin line between arrogance and um, you know that entire aura where a veteran knows that he's a veteran and he's never wrong about these things and that's hmm. gotten him in danger this time i think prashantit uh, you know sort of balances that lack of physical imposing physical presence with this intellectual presence and i think hmm. he does it very well in those few scenes that he's in whether it's with jagruti or whether he is um, whether he meets colleagues at the press club i think it's a very nice layered performance in the couple of scenes uh, even though it's a more or less a cameo um, also special mention to mohammad zishan ayub who plays oh yes the um, jagruti's editor who's probably the only rightest person in the whole show and who's probably very headstrong in terms of what his morals what his ethics are uh, he's basically playing uh, a version of hussain zaid who's also one of the exec producers on this series so you can understand if it's a bit too complimentary towards the character and the character is almost uh, you cannot find fault with that character but you can also see the way mohammad zishan ayub has played him there's a lot of struggle in the way someone like him is surviving in a world of print journalism where he is under the thumbs of advertisers or a ceo needs clicks uh, who's moving towards a sort of online journalism and he's struggling to hold forth and this jagruti the rest of jagruti sort of plays into his disillusionment with the entire landscape and i think mohammed zishan ayub's real life reputation really informed 
his character as well you know because he's been one of the only outspoken um, mm. uh, people politically in the hindi film industry unlike a lot of other spineless sort of actors and superstars so i think uh, mohammad zishan ayub has been used very well because even here he's the only one in favor of jagruti and people confuse that uh, bias towards her as uh, sort of something more impure and something that maybe he was having an affair with her maybe she slept with him to climb up the ladder so that entire perception of how a boss and uh, their employees or their mentor and a protege sort of work which reminded me hmm. of the hard work incidentally yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it played into it played into the casting as well as the character played in very well to that entire uh, in, into the way we look at society yeah you're right i think it a lot of it a lot of the character was helped of the fact that zishan was playing him because he his uh, there's a his off screen performance really colored uh, our perception towards it and as much as you said that it could it, we can read it as being too complimentary but he there's like the there is a centeredness to his performance which really puts it together uh, i also want to say that i did not mind uh, tanmay uh, dhananya's character yeah uh, because i feel like he might come out as a pick which he was and uh, it might seem like uh, it's a generalization but i feel you like it was uh, it, it was a way of uh, of showing that how the, even the most uh, woke uh, person at home or mm. you know is like is a, you know it's a, he's a fairly uh, woke guy who actually has his own um, um, set of uh, closet uh, uh, you know misogyny and i liked uh, the bit uh, of his house uh, and his wife that little uh, subplot that he uh, that the show has yeah. initially i thought it was a bit on the nose but as the show unfolded i think it it got it it really fell into place uh, for those who haven't watched it which i don't think um, there are many left but it's basically like his wife uh, so he pushkar his character is jealous of jagruti in the office because she obviously is uh, favored by her boss who feel who Uh, pushkar feels it's entirely because she's a woman and the boss likes her because of that and at home he has a successful wife and he's really happy for her uh, till the wife gets a promotion and she tells him that everyone in office is uh, basically taunting her thinking that she got um, promotion because she's a woman so it's basically the the story of jagruti is being happening in his house and the same person is telling his wife that you know why aren't you being more aggressive you know you mm. if they are bullying you you should bully them back so i thought it was a very it was a very interesting dichotomy of the character which could have been one note again but it it didn't happen yeah yeah no totally and uh, same with tanmay dananya i think that was a good track in general even i felt it was a bit too on the nose in the beginning that how can uh, what is the what are the chances that his wife <laughs> is going to do the exact same thing but sometimes you need to be a little on the nose to get the message across and i think they did it without really losing its audience so uh, ira dubey in that small performance as the wife and all that her sort of mm. very quiet sort of resentment of her husband worked very well uh, towards the end of that track because sanmay tanenjal's character goes to an entire transformative arc which didn't work for me entirely because he suddenly changes towards the end because the show mm. is running out of it's almost like he grows a conscience back and then apologizes to his ex boss so i mean even though that felt a bit hurried i felt the track in general worked uh, which which sort of brings us to the last performance i think which you can start talking about because it was our favorite performance of the show uh, and yeah you can uh, talk about him listen i'll just say that i go back to scoop just to watch his bits and it's embarrassing so uh, yeah. we are basically talking about jaimini uh, pathak who plays mm. the lawyer who defends uh, jagruti patak and if there is something to be said about an actor uh, rescuing a show i think it's him because as mm. you said by the end i feel scope kind of became a bit contrived to the way they found uh, you know sense uh, pen drive the way uh, pushkar's character grows a conscience i felt it was they were wrapping up too close uh, too neatly but i feel that one character which is jemini patak's uh, character it it just made everything incidental and that just shows how good uh, an actor he is so mm. he he's uh, as i said that he is uh, jagruti patak's lawyer and he's defending her and you know we we see court scenes a lot in 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 hindi films and shows uh, and but there is something to be said about the fact that he brings so much of ingenuity by his sheer presence that you feel that you are really watching a lawyer 
Mm. You know, the the uh, the little smirks he breaks into, uh, the his body language, the way he talks to his opposition lawyer, you know, the way he says lordship, you know, mm-hmm. and he gives a smirk, and then <laughs> I can go on and on. Rahul, you please intervene and tell me what did you think? No, absolutely. I mean, uh, as you said, we see so many very over the top lawyers in Hindi cinema. We saw one in a good way also. Manoj Bajpayee in Banda, like just a couple of weeks ago, Basik. effect banda kafi hai which is uh, so that was the melodramatic law that we are used to in hindi cinema and then there's jamini patel who's a theater veteran himself and he does such a fine job of sort of really bringing the nuances of the profession up and we do see good lawyer films or very true to life lawyer films like the way court was um, mm. you see the way lawyers argue and how mundane it can be and how matter of factly they speak in court sometimes and how authentic it is we saw that in court uh, years ago almost a decade ago we saw that i saw that in also guilty minds last year which was actually one of the more underrated shows which was entirely about the legal profession which was about rival lawyers which was about people in that profession and the way they argue in court as well but i think jaimini patel really got it in terms of where he stood in this premise and uh, it he did appear only in the last episode he was this high profile defense counsel who charges like lakhs per hour probably and he did have that swag about him also the way he appeared in court you knew that people mm. were paying his time and he enjoyed mm. the theatrically theatricality enjoyed that performance and that performativeness is what made him also so popular because if you notice all the famous lawyers over the years over the decades all the famous lawyers are very theatrical and they love mm. to be extravagant in court they love to put on a performance and i think he did that very well and he did give off that aura that i am a big guy and uh, this case is not as big as it should be for me and he did i mean <laughs> and i i love the fact that he isn't glorified or he isn't thanked for everything he just appears does his job and disappears right that's it and exactly. um, there's no thank you there's nothing he just warns her that don't be too optimistic because hope is sometimes worse and um, mm. and that's it we that's the only scene we see of him outside court and he uh, and there's no male savior syndrome at play nothing so i, I like that very matter of fact way that jemini also played it played him in and uh, uh, you know as an extension of that i really like the fact that he took out basically he like characters like him also um, took the focus away from journalism itself or uh, away from the journalist itself that is in question here who is basically the karishma tanna character because it was about her being sort of framed it was about her in jail her being sort of scapegoated for something she may not have done and uh, mm. but a lot of people tend to forget that a journalist was killed and that's what triggered everything off and jade and who's basically jaydeep sen in this uh, died in the very first episode everything else was about how you are supposed to feel bad for the other people or feel angry towards the police or uh, feel disgusted with certain people but uh, that ghost of jaydeep sen that is hovering over the series uh, mm. is undeniable and i i like the way the show ended in that sense because it did it was a little too idealistic for me in the sense that they went about like real statistic about how uh, real statistics about how many journalists have been killed in the last 10 years how unsafe a profession it is how press freedom is under threat and uh, a very a lot of famous faces and even the video of jigna vora herself appears towards the end basically just zooming out from the story the specificity of the story to show that this story was actually about the death of journalism which was again to you know if you look at it the treatment wise too on the nose but i like the way that scoop decided to end with just this um, um uh, jagruti sitting with a boss at the press club and just very low key ending no um, no flourish nothing and it was just a sort of um, almost it gave way to non fiction which is reality and basically telling us that this is what the real story was about and at the end of the day it was jaydeep sen who died at the beginning and that's all that mm. matters what happened later was of course a vision but that was also a distraction from the fact that he was killed yes yeah exactly totally i i, I think yeah like i think that is uh, the like for uh, for example the, what you said that the end uh, the loki way it ended i feel like that that is where the show was uh, was basically showing that uh, that everything else was a distraction uh, mm. and 
the other thing which i felt the show did really well as a form of distraction is that when i was watching the show like at least like you know uh, four episodes down there were far too many names being uh, being thrown at me and i was getting a bit confused so i was like okay who are these people because uh, the show is supposed to be like a woman who is uh, you know who was wrongfully uh, arrested and i think at the end when there's a scene when she asks uh, uh, jishan's character karishma tanna's character asks jishan's character you know why was it me and and he just says because when you're a successful woman and it it struck me then that the whole uh, the chaos which hansel mehta creates is also as a distraction or just uh, it's a way of showing that there were so many people and there will always be so many people but you know mm. uh, it 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 will all it will come down to a, uh, an ambitious woman being uh, being punished just mm. as how it will come down to a journalist doing their job being killed yeah you know so yeah yeah, mm. yeah that's that's pretty much what it does like towards the end successfully or not depends on the treatment uh, it's not entirely convincing but it's also a risk you have to take to remind the viewer of the perspective that they should have when they leave the show they shouldn't just leave the show thinking okay the case is won jagruti is successful and she won journalism won the day and there's integrity after this no it's a tragedy in the end because nobody won uh, a journalist was dead someone was in jail for 9 months she fought a case for 5 6 more years then she was acquitted so there was no end to it and that very depressing way it ended um, sort of low key way it ended also conveyed that there was never going to be an right or a happy ending to this and uh, and it's always tricky for shows and for long shows especially to end that way but i think scoop did as good a job as most can do in that situation uh, especially in terms of its source material and what it was about um yeah um, is there anything else you'd like to touch upon um, overall for scoop or are we i think we've covered a fair bit also so. yeah i just also want to say that uh, i had spotted pratik gandhi in the show <laughs> and i was one of the first to spot him i should yeah. have clicked a screenshot because everyone else is picking it up right now but it's yeah. it's a very sweet uh, way because he's just he's one of those walking on the road and i think <laughs> it's a very it was a very sweet touch uh, what hansel uh, does with it so yeah that's yeah. It, that's it for me yeah, is there anything like, else you want to add down no uh, nothing else i think we are did a, it was a very very fruitful discussion and yeah i will admit you picked that up before everyone else uh, <laughs> and it also shows your eyes were on the background because mine were on the characters in the foreground um but yeah that's a that's a good sort of pick um anyway i think we are done talking about scoop uh, yet another hansel mehta series that's uh, sort of almost hit the mark uh, and uh, hopefully we'll be back later this week to talk about the other web show school of lies uh, which is on streaming on disney hotstar all we can say for now is do watch it because it's been very divisive uh, we'll talk about it soon and uh, till then thank you for listening and uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast ishita we'll be back soon Thank you. Bye-bye.